Well, the, the one thing I think that my sister and I laugh about, she's two years older than me, but that, um, that she thinks the best thing our parents ever did for us was to raise us to think that we were like destitute. I mean, like when we went to the movies, we always brought popcorn with us. We like, we only, my mom was a great cook and my dad had a big garden and stuff, but we only ate out. Like that was a pretty special thing to do. So we never flew like first, like a ski vacation. Not that we were, you know, we were definitely middle-class, but just, I think that instilling, um, that and it's really tough where we live because we live in in a in a um pretty affluent um suburb of chicago where that there's not people aren't really wanting for stuff so i think the big danger is for for us anyway is to let kids my kids think that this is normal that um you know that that kids have ipads when they're six years old that they have a thousand dollar ipad and if they break it they get another one or whatever so that is something that we've really tried to be just brutally honest with our kids about saying like to live in this neighborhood is going to be tough. Like there's probably a good chance that none of you will live here. So it's, um, and then about debt, I think the, the thing that we've really hammered home is, which is trying to teach them about interest. I tell my kids, okay, if you get money and you want to save it, I'll give you 10% interest, but you have to leave it in the bank for a year. So they, when they get 50 bucks or something for their birthday from grandma, and we take it to the bank, we go up there together and I pull $5 out of my wallet and put it with their 50 and they can see, they can see that, that they're getting something for leaving it in there. So they understand how interest works and they understand, I think, I mean, we'll see if it sticks, but um, I heard Isaac with his two nephews um, when we were on vacation together talking to him and this might freak you out a little bit because it freaked me out a little bit but they were talking about buying Legos and they're like, well, I can't keep any money in my bank account. Right. When I get money, I buy, I want to buy Legos or whatever. And Isaac, he was nine at the time goes, well, you know, when you buy those things, it releases chemicals in your brain that make you feel good, but those chemicals wear off. And then you have to buy something else if you want to feel good again. And at the end of it, you don't have any money. So sometimes you're better just saving your money. And you know, in a couple of years, you'll have a bunch of money in the bank. He's 10 now, but that's like what I've really tried, you know, cause I've tried to explain to him that like being, they always say in the books and everything. And, and I don't know if people believe it, but I'm really starting to believe it as I get older is that, you know, not being able to pay your bills and stuff like that, or not being able to buy a new bat for your kid if you for little league stinks. But then once you get to that level, I, and I think you and I talked about this last time you're in town is the, the incremental happiness doesn't really go up, you know, as long as you can, you know, take your wife to Applebee's and go see a movie and not worry if it's a matinee. I think you kind of made it, you know? Um, and then anything over that is, is doesn't really bring much happiness, but to be underneath that is really terrible. So I've really tried to explain to them that, um, you know, if, if somebody gets a flat tire or has their engine needs $500 repairs that a lot of uh, people in America can't, they have to borrow money from somewhere. That's like a, that's a crisis in their house. And for them to, I think that's, you know, doing them a real disservice to not understand that um, and to go out to high school or college, just thinking that it, that everything is like it is up here, you know? So anyway, that's, that's our take on 